What are you doing, Pete? <laughs> You're playing with bells. I do what I want. You don't own my soul. <laughs> I'm working on it, though. <laughs> you really are. Yeah, it's a stretch goal this on is Patreon. Poison, poison yeah. Sprite and garlic chips. In fact, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Maybe we should sell chips. you on Patreon. You could. We won't sell you on the you know the one dollar, five dollar, ten dollar, but we'll have it as a like a if we make five thousand a month that goal thing. I will then do a they special dance. You. All oh, right. Okay. Well. All right. Own a dance or they own you. It's six I and one half dozen the other. I have a strict bedtime. Number uh-huh. one and number two. I do not sweep. Well, that goes with. I do saying. not sweep. I've, I can vacuum. I do not sweep. Patreon forward slash. Lousy San Francisco podcast. The following is a production of SK Morton Creative. Places, please. Quiet down. And here we go. And roll camera. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to SK Morton's Lousy San Francisco Podcast. It's the last podcast you'll ever need. Unless the tests come back negative. Then I check out American Life. This American Life. Whatever. Tonight, SK welcomes... David Schwimmer, Chris Parnell, Roger Cross, and Shaquille O'Neal. And now, we can't believe he ate the whole thing. Ladies and gentlemen, S.K. Morton. Thank you very much, Pedro. And I'm not doing it again. I know. I never will. It's It's okay. We don't need to go over your imperfections. Uh, never, anymore. ever getting back together. You know, before we start, every Friday morning, I wake up and I've got about four or five thoughts that I figure we could start the show with. And they're all, no, and they've they're all, all just dissolved. No, the first four or five thoughts are usually, why am I here? Yeah. Who is that person? Why did I do that? I can't believe I did it again. I believe those are all Babette's thoughts. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, so why don't we do this? Nice why don't I greet the adoring throng? Greetings, adoring throng. Hi, everybody. Welcome to SK Morton's Lousy San Francisco Podcast and another night in a bomb shelter. Our senior member of the team, sound engineer of utmost adequitulant, Squidge McSqueezy. Totally not here. Our guests, our regular full-time permanent co-host and resident chanteur, Peter Feliciano. Not spiritually here. And our guests. I believe they are I believe they are guests. It's also possible that we're being robbed. <laughs> Metalheads aren't like <laughs> I'm telling you. With your voice and their looks, you could redo Faith No More. I'm telling you. No. I, are you yeah. saying I look like no. Mike Patton? Is that what the guy who I think had he says the you sound like Mike Patton? Yeah. Oh, okay. You look you, you, you look like Jack Black. Look like, you look like yeah. he ate Mike Patton maybe. <laughs> all right. This I think it's just the okay. spectrum. Of all people. I know. <laughs> I've, e- I've eaten a few things. Your beard is bigger than my I'm looking stomach, at all right? four of us, quite frankly. <laughs> Dave, you're the smallest, but still, yeah, Howard, I'm glad we're on the Dave first floor. The healthiest person in this room. <laughs> I wouldn't I, say that. Just small. Yeah, I'm not. And I'm. I, what's funny is I can. It's look, solid. I can though, look. Right? I can look. I gained weight when I got sober. Right. And uh, and it hasn't like diminished. I try to stay under 180 pounds. So that's not. 180 pounds. And what's weird too is that it's perfectly it's symmetrical. Sen- well, not really, because no, because your look- back actually curves it out curves. too. It yeah, looks I like you look- swallow. It looks like a snake that swallowed a marble. I can look <laughs> both fat and thin. I can look fat and thin. I like yeah, that. A little I'm sorry. We didn't mean to make you feel bad. Oh, I'm bad. I feel okay. bad now. I just, All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, why don't so. okay? Well, let, let's let's introduce <laughs> you guys now that I've made fun of your looks. Yeah. Uh, made you feel I can tell you regret. this. I'm going to tell the throng this. At least two of them that we have in the room here are local stand-up comics. Do you oh. say stand-up comic or just comic? Is comic the cooler way to I say it? I don't care. It's right. whatever. I, I say all. 
aspiring <laughs> comics is what I like to say, just to make sure that none Humility. of the, nobody's making it. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite. All right, never mind. We're gonna welcome Mean Dave and we Sean wanna, B. We don't want to get him in trouble with. Why you don't applaud him? Applaud me, Mean Dave. Mean Dave made it happen. No, we already nobody applauded, applauded me. We applauded right. for both of you. No, already. no, he just, doesn't like to now, share. As far yeah, as as far him. as referencing what I was thinking about earlier, yes, Mean Dave seems to be the type of comic. Uh, who's anti anti establishment? You know what I'm saying? Like you don't you don't do the whole. So like as an example, he just said, "How's the what's the cool way to say stand up comic or comic?" If somebody was not cool, wow, if someone was perfectly. if someone was a cornball, they would go, "I prefer comic," or like they would take themselves more they would seriously. Have a preference in right. general, yeah. right? Which is which is yeah. conceded. Well, I, I love was... the medium, but I hate the status quo. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Well, he's very deep. No, no, he's uh, not. That's <laughs> not up, Sean. Actually, technically, Mean Dave only knows those words he's already said. So yeah, I don't know many words. I was just saying that I'm a little intimidated. I, I don't. I, I know that after by who? I'm, by you guys, because everything you guys. You spend time. I'm half Puerto Rican. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't More be. Intimidated. Well, that's why I feel at least fifty percent of the time I feel better than you. <laughs> I do notice there's a little gray in the beard. Can I ask how old you are? Uh, 43. A little. 43? Yeah. All right. So you and I are going to be in simpatico. Okay. You're a little yeah, younger, but we're going to remember more things than they were. Okay. You look better than Sean. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I look Sean. fantastic. Yeah. 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 Nice. Don't I look fantastic? Yeah, do. But he do. smells 48. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I do. What do you mean? I'd what say for this? the last three months, I've been getting a body odor that you know. I get. I'm going to get into the it's shower, and I'm changed? like, "What is it?" I'm like, "Old person smell it's now." Decomposing. I've got that's, You're right. that's what it is. Decomposing. I've got like an Inside old out. person smell. SK Morton, ladies and gentlemen, is old. Can you smell him through the podcast? You provo- if you could listen, to smell your. Uh, you could smell uh, the prunes. Right Guys, don't help him. Let's see if he can pull out. No, I, no. I said smell your earbuds. That's pretty. That's pretty good. The throng's anyway. laughing right now. Okay. Uh, where was? Oh, so. We'll try some of this stuff. If it's not, I'm having a good time. We'll go till till 4.30 and see what we've got here. But why don't we do this thing first? Why would you? Why would you... Good it's point. A little late in the it's game. It's from here. Okay, guys, we have a uh, bit we do almost every week now because it's sweeping the nation. Mm-hmm. We call it animal obituaries. Now, very often, we try to make light of dead animals. But this week, again, we've actually got some upbuilding, a, an encouraging, optimistic, happy story. Oh, about so we're dead not animals. doing it? Oh, we're, we're yes. Okay. Well, we're about animals that would have died. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think this is see this bit changes forms many many times. Sometimes yes, it it's does. about sharks biting humans. Exactly. And fits Sometimes the, it's about humans biting sharks. Maybe we should call the name of the of the bit just animal stuff instead. Well. Call it an average day at Sean's job during commute hours. <laughs> how many? How many sharks ride your trains? Oh, there's some sharks. There are sharks. Too many to count. It's 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 a, it's crazy. It's a crazy crazy place. How many BBWs? Oh, ooh. That's, okay, wait a yeah. minute. Am I missing? Because I know what a BBW is. Is a shark have something to, something in that line? Well, I would assume sharks would want you know the most meat on the bone. Yeah, there All you right. go. Okay. Because they also, some of them look like seals. So, so that's is, why. Let me ask you guys, because you guys being comics, is this how bombing feels? Right yeah. now, is that what's called? Okay. I oh, just it's make definitely, sure. okay, yeah. Good, good. No, it's yeah. Well, All right. All so right. does anyone right. want to hear about the pipevine swallowtail butterfly? Desperately. I've been speaking about it like this. I was uh, editing Isn't that the other Keith? day. No, what's no, the name? Uh, what's the name of the guy? What is his name? <laughs> Riley. Riley. Riley the koala, the koala guy. What's, did Riley have a last name? Riley, do you have a last it's, name? I believe it's M-A-Y-E-R. 
Well, Ming? can I please talk about the California pipevine swallowtail butterfly? Okay, what kind is this? Here's the thing. You guys have probably seen them, but less and less. They're like a purpley blue color. No, this is enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> Just what? Wait yeah, a keep second. Going, keep going. I'm, I'm Here, getting ready. Dave, I would have put as those a seasoned out. as a seasoned anti comic. Can't you just help us along with it instead of just oh, instead of Lord. see what I'm saying? I'll wait. I, I got plenty of time. You guys all have something to do tonight, not me. You know what? There's a difference between being a character and having character, Dave. Do you so, have that on a poster in some office you work at? Bit. You have yeah, it on a poster. I saw, saw it as a meme earlier. <laughs> all right. So what's this yellowtail? Who well, is I was, it? It's gonna say, I was going to say swallow butterfly. That it was. Swallow they butterfly? were dying out. They were becoming fewer and fewer. Populations were declining. No, no, no. You're talking about a butterfly. Yeah. The California pipe vine swallowtail butterfly. Butterfly, yes. Uh, maybe it's because it said had such an horrible name. I'm not saying it's uh, native to San Francisco, but there used to be a large population in San Francisco. Okay. As things are developing, they were dying out. They okay. were in Do danger. Do we know why? Well, they only make their cocoons mm-hmm. on the California pipe vine. So here's what's happened. There's a guy who works at the California Academy of Sciences. He's an aquatic biologist. But he Which was, is even more dorky. I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> what he has done, just as a hobby, he was looking into this, and he started getting... You know what? I'm going to read it for a second here, and let's see. <laughs> I have a of feeling we're going nowhere near Bart tonight. I can't even get a butterfly out of this. <laughs> no, wait, no, butterfly. Oh, I, right. I feel like you're going down the... No, I see? feel like you did this alphabetically. Like, your subjects go through the alphabet, <laughs> and we started with butterfly, but wow, I don't... he but is Bart, an angry guy. But Bart wouldn't... He's mean. You know, I hate alphabetizing I've things. got brought down here on the... On, <laughs> alphabetizing so conforming. Uh, right? Everything's <laughs> in an order. You're only doing that because you're hack comedian oh, skills. Look at, <laughs> oh, look at Mr. Sean Boyles, who dresses the same way that... We, and now he's said his last name for my rebellion. How are you guys friends? Sorry. This is what friendship is. This is what friendship is. So swallowtails are, are declining. Is that what we're talking they about? They were. They were dying. They out. were dying. Oh, good. Out. And they're back because now the, because the pipe vines. Because pipe honestly, vines I haven't seen any swallowtails in a while. Like yeah. I used to regularly see them. And in fact, when I was a kid, because of the name swallowtail, for whatever reason, that swirled around in my head that that was something that was it was going to swallow me somehow, swallow my tail that I don't have. But I was small. And one was chasing me, and I ran onto the porch yelling and screaming like a little girl. And my old man kicked the crap out of me on the porch because I was well, screaming. Well, that turned very morbid a, very quickly. Yeah, running yeah. from a butterfly. <laughs> from, yeah, exactly. How dare I you run it. from a butterfly? No boy of mine well, is running from a butterfly. Well, you know what? Now you'll have but an But there was an abundance of them then, and now I haven't seen any in a while. So You may be able to. Fascinating story, Sean. I, I got tons of <laughs> no, them. No, yeah, no, it started off good. And I, 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 first Went I thought boring he was, fast, yeah. First, first I thought mm-hmm. he was he was just being silly. I thought you were being a goose. Oh, he's a No, he's telling a lie. That's actually a true story. Sean, Sean, I can turn their stuff down for the whole thing. It's It's okay. It's okay. Just you and me. You should lose your dreads, right? Maybe I. Yeah. Turn in my metal card. They're gone. What's the next subject? How long have you had your metal card? Uh, that's a good question. I've been playing in bands since I was fourteen. My first band was a thrash metal band. But were you metal before then? Absolutely. Did you earn your card before then? I. Maybe. I don't what know. What was your first concert? Did you age? try to grow a lemmy mole? Thirteen. Dio and accept. The first summer that's of the metal. Show. Wow. That's pretty metal. The first, the that's first, pretty cool. Pretty first summer show. I have things. Wait a minute. Not, I like didn't not Dio cool. do Rainbow in the Dark? Yes, he did. Yeah. But that's, right. that's still metal. <laughs> Look at you. I'm sorry. SK. Technically, that you. was yeah. on it. Technically, metal. that's still metal. Even, uh-huh. even, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. he references even Rainbow's when he did, a lot. yeah. 
Wait, he was it, in a band did, called Rainbow. Yeah. Did Rainbow do Rainbow in the Dark or did Dio no, do no, it? No, it was solo Dio. 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 Okay, yeah. all right. I'm learning Rainbow in the Dark. I already play Holy Diver, and I would like to at one point do Last in Line. Nice. And yet you won't learn any Billy Joel. Holy Diver, dude. Like Billy Joel is some to. complex mediocrity. Is I mean, not like <laughs> all right. It's not. All right, it's well, good I guess music. we're done here. Good no? music. Don't think... get me wrong. Billy Joel is a good musician. The thing is, is that he his whole like he combines like Elton John, but like to create the this wow. expression this of a wow. mundane no, 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 no. man. I got it. I got it. The Let mundane man. So, sometimes when you're anti, when you're anti anti establishment, you come back around. And then it turns out you're not. Stop putting labels <laughs> on me, Pete. <laughs> you knock this you off, like man. The, no, you I like don't. Labeling yourself. No, don't I lie. don't. Don't no, lie. Wait, wait, like labeling, your, I, can labeling can I, yourself the non-label. Can I just? Yes. Thank so you. This may thank seem you. a little raise, obvious. Hands but raised. But is your name not Mean Dave? Ah. My name's not Mean Dave. Well, I'm saying, is it not? Yeah. Get your questions. You're saying get you don't your question like, straight. Wow, I was trying to back you up, and now you're turning around on it. That's what he says. He doesn't like labels. I don't like labels. And yet he bills himself as Mean Dave. Yes. That well, like, I'm not supposed to use a name. So yeah. is your last name Dave? Really subversive. My last like name is not name Dave. Yeah, I don't. When I love how we, we, this started with Facebook. This is my theory. Because before, when we had, you had your Super Daves, you had your uh, your Super amazing Dave, Jonathan, Super Dave Osborne. Doesn't matter. All Super right. Dave. He, he, people call him Super Dave. You didn't have to throw in the Osborne in there. People right. knew who yeah, Super yeah. Dave was. He's right. Super Dave. Nobody go. People call him Super Dave, but his name is Dave. Actually, you know that's his not his name Dave. at all. Oh, I know his. Yeah. I know. I know it's Bob Einstein. All right, let's, let's try to not be too. Uh, like, Did you know he was uh, Steve Martin's writing partner on uh, Laughing? <laughs> Don't care. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. The, the Smothers Brothers. Knows, I'm sorry. Yeah, there, he's, yeah. He is old. Yeah, you, wow, Sean. No. <laughs> oh, SK. I thought you were talking about Bob Einstein. Uh, he anyways. is. He is. Referencing um, Laughing and yeah, Smothers I know Laughing is. Yeah, well, no, yeah. but that was on Nick at Night. I saw it on Nick at Night. Um. Was I just met Mark Pitta for the first time. He's really? Old. Yeah, he's old. Oh, that's right, because he was up at the Throckmorton. We're at huh? Throckmorton yeah. on Thursday. He's always Tuesday. at the Throckmorton. He was he used to run it, he, or I oh. used to book it and all that stuff. Yeah. I'm, and uh, the current booker, I love her. She loves me, and I love that. So and it's a wonderful And you show. don't care what your parents think. But we were going about well, you, well, you did mention I go by Jonathan. the name. Being Dave is not a label. It's not whatever. It's just a <laughs> moniker that is easy to remember because people are stupid. And don't have so come time. to Dave's show. What are you gonna be playing tonight? The Hobart around seven o'clock. Totally, totally, yeah. Come All best you stupid of SF. people, come be- on I'm down. wearing the shirt. Best of SF com. You can look it up every Friday at the Hobart. I'm usually there, uh, but we have run a quality show over there, and we benefit Variety's Children's Charity uh, with the proceeds that we raise at the snack bar. And stuff, nice. So. Yeah, it's a good show. What kind yeah. of snacks? Weekly do you show have? and Sanctuary Ultra Lounge in Livermore every Thursday, seven thirty, and it's a free. It's not show. time for the plugs. Man. I want, I'm plugging it anyway, man. We still haven't gotten to the butterfly thing, have we? We're not going to get to the butterfly thing, and we Bart's out the cool. window. Yeah. I would Here's like the to, thing: we should leave like the butterfly in the cocoon. Let me just say one thing yes, about sir. the Bart. What? Because clearly we're not getting a Bart. You mean butterfly? <laughs> in more ways than one. But. Uh, today, ah, forget it. Forget. It. I'm just gonna go on a tirade. <laughs> we forget to it. You. No, no. Here's what we're gonna do. We're changing the theme of the show tonight. <laughs> there was a theme. It was. There was gonna be about Bart. <laughs> there was a theme. I oh. was hoping it was. I thought it was. But it's been taken over by some local comics. Oh really? Can I call you comics? Is yeah, that okay? Yeah. Can you call comics comedians? <laughs> Is that cool enough? Is that anti-establishment? <laughs> yeah. Did we cover that already? <laughs> it was good. Why do you think? What That's do you what think? I do. So I don't laugh. Like this, incidentally, I was a good. This actor. is what I was afraid of. What? I was afraid of that everything came out of my mouth. I was going to be judged by the professional comics. Well, then don't do a podcast. It's good to face your fears, man. It's good to <laughs> face. If you don't your want fears, to be judged, I, I just salu- go sit in the closet and think. We salute you. We salute you, SK. I do. 
At least I do. I don't know about We're Sean. Not. Sean's really just probably not thinking about anything much. <laughs> no, I think he's just, he's trying to get back to the butterflies. <laughs> think, right. Sean's no, I'm I would very appreciate. interested I wanna, in what's going in the on stomach. with the chrysalis. No, I but I was going to say uh, just. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. I just thought maybe I could say something on my show. But no, you guys, you go ahead. As if, as if, as if I've been suffering Boom. through you for three seasons. Stop Boom. lying. Every time I go, I have a question. You go, nay. Hey, that I'll tell you this story. This is a fun hit me in the face. I got a good story. Man, you don't listen to this show. Do you? I got a good story. Face. We'll uh, see. The uh, <laughs> in 2012, I think it was. They used to have an open mic at Kimball's in Oakland, uh-huh. and we were, and it was just mostly just comics would be there. It was it was just a depressing atmosphere. We just see each other in, in the this way too lit a room to do our jokes so i walk we walk outside and enjoy the plums there's there's like there's a bunch of cops there's a bunch of cops outside of kimball's and we don't know why we don't we couldn't we didn't couldn't see any reason why there's cops standing around we came back and uh and we walked in and there's more cops and we were were like what are all these cops doing here and the owner or like the guy who worked with he wasn't the owner but he was one of the management or whatever kimball's he kept coming up to in through the mic and going hey man cat williams is here Cat Williams is here. Was that the night that this the whole is thing the night. happened? Yes. He oh, goes, wow. Cat Williams is here. Cat Williams. And we're like, what do you mean, Cat? Like, there's just a bunch of cops. And we we're like, Cat Williams is get-. like, because we saw that they were talking to somebody, but we didn't know who. And then we all went back outside. And sure enough, there's Cat Williams. He's dressed in all black. And we didn't see him because there was a wall of police officers he was standing in front of. And he just kind of blended into the because they were all wearing black. It's racist. Too. It's racist. Uh, but no, we just didn't see him because he's also pretty short. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he and actually, the thing was, the exchange looked very cordial. Like it was it wasn't a heated exchange. Of course, he didn't look happy, but he wasn't he was dealing with the cops on a very polite level. The cops just they weren't harassing him or anything else like that. Here was the thing. That was the night that the cops arrested people on his bus. They came and boarded his bus because one of his entourage attacked a kid that got on, like an 18-year-old that got on the bus. They hit him with a bottle. And so that, and then the very next night was the notorious Oracle Arena meltdown and pissed off his entire audience and they booed him. Um, And here was the thing. If those cops, if that never happened, he was going to come to the open mic. We would have met Cat Williams. Because at the very, I'm not a Cat Williams fan, but I would have gotten a thrill knowing that a real comic rolled through this dingy open mic. We're going to have a second, and uh, this is what we're doing, because I had mentioned before, we'll get off of the Bart thing. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, we're all sick of talking about Bart. Sean, would you you be quiet for once? Mean Dave and I are I'm getting the feeling Sean doesn't really work for Bart. No, he does. Wait a minute. But I do want to, because we got you guys here, and clearly you have some thoughts. I do want to talk about San Francisco comedy, though. I've been a fan of stand-up since I was, I was 16 when I went to the San Francisco uh, International at uh, Marin Civic Center. So that was in the 1970... No, it was in the 80s. Oh, it was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jake Johansson won that year. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, oh. Yeah. I mean, right now, one of the things that I really enjoy about Bay Area comedy and the and the kind of the scene that's cultivated all throughout the Bay Area in their little pockets and little cliques and all that stuff it's better than it was when I started. Like the the quality of even the the people that are starting that are new, and I think a lot of that has to do with the vibe and the attitude of the comics. What and, is the attitude of the comics? Oh no, just the. Do you com- feel like it's camaraderie? There's a there is a camaraderie in the certain level of like low self esteem. Uh, <laughs> it's not camaraderie. I'm not, I'm, no, it's I'm commiserating. It, it, but no, it is. And in in, the, in a manner of speaking, in that when I started. Even then, I wasn't part of it because I think a lot of it, I was still, you know, in my drinking and, and drug using. And I connected with a lot of people through that. 
but it wasn't it was a false connection right. and as i started to focus on my comedy versus my my drug and alcohol abuse and i started making connections through being funny that's where my kind of connections with the comics who started in like a year or two after me uh-huh. those are my more my peers than the ones that i started at the same time with did you do like a marin kind of a thing where you made burn some bridges when oh, you oh yeah doing right it? away yeah. i didn't yeah. i didn't even burn bridges i did i didn't I, as my friend victor pacheco would say i used, i used to muddy up dirt roads I love and that. i wouldn't just burn bridges i'd blow them up and this happens i'm sure in every job everyone when you see people excel at it that you don't really agree with right. why it, they're excelling but the fact is where where for me believe me i get a case of those sean knows it i whatever that i i can very easily just uh, indulge my bitterness mm-hmm. but i will not do that for very long and most of the time what i end up reminding myself of is the fact that i'm where i'm supposed to be um and i actually ask myself I'm like do you really want that opportunity do you really like right. how bad do you want that because what I f- start forgetting is how far I've come, the the where I'm actually at, the things that are actually working, and where the the style that I particularly do, which before was not really accepted, and I get to perform now at the Throckmorton, thanks to Larry Bubbles Brown referring me. Um, Why don't you bring him in? I would love to, but I don't. I don't think you do. It. You bring me Sean Bowles. Sean, get up! I know. <laughs> Go get Larry. <laughs> no, but but the cool thing was he got me in the Throckmorton, and that's a wonderful show. There's a lot of history there. I like that. I'm into the comedy for the. I got to meet Alan Havy, if you know who. Oh Alan. yeah, I remember Alan. Okay, Havey. you remember you remember After Alan Drive Havey. with Dennis Leary yeah, exactly. on back when it was ha. Exactly. So that's yeah. I got to meet Alan Havy, and and I that was one of those cool thrills for me because not only is he you know still a damn funny comic, he's in he's in he's a right, working yeah. character actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now he's one of my one of my Facebook buddies who clicks like on my on my posts and stuff. So. You know, it's funny with Bubbles. Yeah. Uh, the year Johansson won, mm. I don't even think because Larry was there. Yeah, I don't think he made it. I'm sure. I'm sure. No, Larry's yeah. Larry's one. Of, uh, I like what one of my friends, Danny Allen, said uh, a long time ago. He was like, Larry reminds him. Uh, when he saw the movie The Wrestler, the one with Mickey uh-huh, Rourke, yeah. and he's like, and he's like, Mickey Rourke is a wrestler in there. This like kind of feels like he's the Larry Bubbles Brown of wrestling. Yeah, like like you know, a lot of that time has passed. But Larry's still like he he works. He's, oh yeah, no, and no, he's no. working. Dude, he just did a thing. Was it with? Um... They did the movie. Documentary. Yeah, with him. Yeah, three still standing. <sighs> yeah. It was a uh, Will Durst. Will Durst, and he had Johnny, hosted. Yeah, Johnny back in those Steele days. I mean, and Johnny, Johnny Steele. Steele yeah, yeah. I, Johnny Steele was hosting the show that I was on on Tuesday. Oh wow! So yeah. I, I, I yeah. not to make it about me, but I, I relate with with this because I was told by a mentor of mine. I was told I'm very self involved by <laughs> right. a mentor of mine. <laughs> it's a, no, no. I'm saying I appreciate <laughs> the idea of not like getting the opportunity, like the quick fix, the quick fame, the quick yeah, whatever. Yeah. Because the people who get the quick fame, quick whatever, are, are Not everybody can handle it. Not only that, but they instantly get crystallized into, now yeah. you are a product, yeah. this is what you do. Instead oh, of the slow again. burn, instead yeah. of the... No, I think it's a good thing One of the things that to somebody, fail. Somebody it's important to fail. Some, some, one of the things somebody mentioned about Kevin Hart and why what you're seeing is, Kevin Hart is a, an incredible businessman. Fact is, in order to do that, what he's doing, you got to work incredibly hard. Absolutely, yeah. no. And, and, so I'm, it's, I'm, and I'm, I don't want to work that about, hard. So when I the the, the <laughs> example that was brought up, I went to a Queensrÿche yeah. concert. Um, yeah. Don't. Why did you Why did you do the <laughs> devil? Queensrÿche's awesome. They yeah. suck. They're so listen, so Queensrÿche. So I went to Can I just say? I will absolutely. No, they're very. As a guy whose favorite musician is Billy Joel, followed closely by Harry Connick Jr. They are a little bit. Uh... Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so, okay. Okay. I went to a Queens Right show only because I, I only because I got invited and and because I know that one song Empire. Now I went what to about that silent show. Silent Lucidity. Yeah. 
That's listen, so listen. So here's my experience at that. Sh- it's a great song. I I love that song. Now listen. So here's the deal. It was a couple years ago. They were doing their Operation Mind Crime tour 2015. Yeah, I got a funny now, story. And when I went to that show, every shirt in there said Operation Mind Crime Tour 2012, Operation Mind Crime Tour 20, 2008, 2000, 1995. Yeah, they've been doing it forever. Exactly, because yeah. they got quick on that thing, and they crystallized, and they, they didn't get known for anything now else. Now you want to know what's funny. That's why I think it's important to fail. Okay. They did a part your two of it. And I'd rather be bubbles. I'd rather be bubbles than Queensryche, is what because I'm saying. Because they're just making money off the name and you're and kiss does it from what i understand a lot and like some other bands they they just like here be us but right. you're not getting any of the not credit. that this isn't right. scintillating but this is neither this san francisco bay area stuff nor yes, is it, it is comedy. Yeah, it is this happened in the bay area aha uh-huh. yeah this was a i worked with them at crystal dynamics video game company now, now talk about now, we made tomb raider more. underworld imagine you're living <laughs> imagine you're in barcelona spain <laughs> and you're listening to this show you're enthralled okay, so and you're eating paella. I, I, and I don't understand it because it's in English. No, we, I, we got one guy got him, Sean. from Barcelona. You want to high five right now, Sean? And he Atta wants boy. to know about San Francisco. What about it? All right, keep going. Well, I just want to talk about San Francisco comedy. And we keep going off on these tangents. So let it happen. It's enthralling. We love it. Wow. We'll have them both back to you, talk about it. I've got this thing. You've put in a total of zero hours I editing. I left my oh, dear Lord. Home. You know what? I'm just going to let you go. Oh. <sighs> okay. When we were talking before, I don't know, 20 minutes ago when I asked the question mm-hmm. about how comics are with each other on mm-hmm. here, and we had decided you got to commiserate, how are you with new guys coming in? Are they? I'm not even going to ask you. I'm going to ask Sean because oh. he's a newer guy. Do the do the guys who are established here in the city, are they inclusive or do you have to prove yourself? I- it's been my experience. Yes. Uh, especially coming from the Enough e- of that. Mean Dave, what do you think <laughs> of what I said? No, my I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Coming from the East Bay, um, I think there is a little bit of a pushback on. Uh, By city, you mean? Like East Bay, there's pushback or San Francisco? Uh, uh, San Francisco or? comics pushing back on, okay. on actually the rest of the Bay Area because, you know, the San Jose comics don't usually come up to. San Jose comics suck. But you know what I'm saying. You but they hang don't, out but, with but, too many Teddy. Teddy but Holy. they don't come Pollock? up to San Francisco. And Teddy the, you know, Holy, you mean? East, the East Bay guys don't go to San Francisco too much. There's there's pushback from the San Francisco comics. I will it's, tell them to their face all the time. I do usually, even on their shows. Teddy's yeah. not bad. So so it's Dude, Te- I, oh I no, just, Teddy's not one that I. Come I mean, to I, South I'm Bay new, comic. so I mean, I'm he comes super to, green. he comes out here. Like, is this is this what happens all the time? Is that what just, happens at dinner? I want to point out no. I point out Sean. Sean goes to the South Bay. He's from the East Bay, but I, I've encouraged him to come to the city more. It's because he doesn't get the reception that he he wants. Well, because I, I, well, no, I, I don't get the re- he doesn't. That, he doesn't no, you're right. You've been adapt. taunting yeah. him for an hour, and, Here, and here's why. Because sometimes I because go, he needs to. T- he's got to. <laughs> Get I get it. I get a little blue and I say some maybe some misogynist type of he's stuff. He's not or I, that. Or I say stupid. some gross kind of stuff. And, and he wants to. He's trying to. He's low low hanging fruit. Maybe low hanging fruit, but that's the stuff I like. You know what I mean? Like I I do this. <laughs> yeah, I like the low hanging fruit. I do this stuff because I like it. You know what I mean? And 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 like we were talking about yeah. earlier about guys getting really big and 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 people casing on them for for getting big. Like watch this guy be the next Kevin Hart. No that's no what no. It is. I'll be your uh, rock. Um. That's gonna be a bad, bad movie. I know, right? <laughs> but uh, fat guy and fat guy. <laughs> it'll that was be, an '80s detective show. It'll be oh, heavy, okay. though. It'll be heavy. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's just I, I've noticed. Like I do this because I enjoy doing. It. I enjoy saying foul things into a microphone in front of strangers. I don't care mm-hmm. if I get a laugh. In fact, I've it, I, 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 I don't. think you should. I, so you're you want a fine line between comic and Amber Alert. We Is that always, what we're saying? We have to be. 
we have to be accessible in some way. Otherwise, why are we doing to bomb. I will say this. I, I, I'll say I don't this, have John. that attitude because the bands I play in, some of the bands I play in, it's for the art of it. I enjoy playing a type of music that people don't so enjoy. So you want to do I Sean, like it. Sean Pete's mm-hmm. that way with music and he eats shoe leather. So you may want to give some consideration <laughs> to what the audience wants. The 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 thing about to San Jose does have good comics. I'm just messing around, but the thing being no, the, but the the He's good thinking. comics from San Jose don't stay in San Jose. And there's yep, a reason right. for that. There's more of a cultivation of a mindset uh that's open mic mentality in San Jose. They don't oh, really? they don't be, for whatever reason there's a few old guard guys that are from, you know from the guys that I that are my peers technically I guess who uh, like to kind of keep everybody in this open mic state of mind that, right. that that's what matters no most. one gets further Nobody, up than well, they are yeah and they don't they don't mm-hmm. like to cultivate they don't encourage these guys to like run showcases because open mics are where we go to work on whatever new or try new ideas a showcase is then the next step up they don't have many showcases in San Jose because they're all got this open mic mentality uh-huh. so a lot of the people that see that who are smart enough to kind of see how that they operates, they start coming out here. And because it's, yes, it is it is tougher, not because so much of the comics, but your performance to audiences from all over the world. Right. And there's money, too. Well, and Oakland as well. So, so that reminds me, because there was something that Sean I was, said. Well, and I was, something I was trying to Oh, get no, to I, that wasn't an invitation. <laughs> what is, I want to hear more of this, this well, BS. It, it, it's, it's not BS. I feel like. I um, feel. <laughs> from PC, Can't you two see you love each other? The PC oh, culture do. has taken over. Oh, that's what I want to ask. That's what I want to ask. It's cop not out. a cop out. It's cop not a cop out. out. Right. Cop out. You can blame PC culture, but. You can still be not PC and I get wanna, away with it in San Francisco. You just have to you do just it have well. To be it, right. You have, you have to, to be well. accessible and tactful. Yeah. You have to have tact. And, and that's and where still push, no, you and see st- it. You can, there's you a reason push, why your band sucks. Sir. There you the go. Microphone. You can push the envelope and be accessible at the same It's hard to do. Yeah. You have to think hard. You can mix you rap can and metal and do it well. All right. You yeah, just, you don't you, have to be. It doesn't have to. Yeah, it doesn't have to. Doesn't have to. All right. Well, let me see if I can try to. I don't know which one of you to throw out so I can control this mess. Well, I have to go. Uh, I just uh, did a German call. <laughs> anyway, I'm trying to do insult comedy to mean Dave, and it's not working. Yeah, try. Oh, insult right. comedy? Wow. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm glad you said it was. Tr- you were trying to do insult because I don't think anybody else knew that it was ah, insulting. Get him, Look, Sean. See what happened just now? Sean went, hey, here's my chance to not be the low guy. The low guy in the boat and fall. <laughs> Oh, let the truth wash over you. Just let it happen. It's freeing. Doesn't it feel free? <laughs> All right, Pete, All right, get out of here. All right, boys and girls. Love. All right, everyone Bye, say goodbye. Have a great gig. Have a great gig. Brides. Brides. Oh, brides. Over here, brides. Listen, you're spending time and energy and money, okay? I'm, I'm talking about the cabbage, the long green, okay? Listen to me. You spend it on a photographer and a caterer and flowers and a venue and a planner. That's a lot of people that you're spending this money on. Money. Excuse me, I have a little spittle on my lip here. What about you? What about you, brides? Sister? Honey? There we are. I love it. I love the music. You like the music there, Pete? I do. I bet you do, big boy. Listen to me. It's okay. your day, brides. It's brides. Day. It's about brides, Pete. You need to hush, okay? Just hush. Okay, listen. And it's not just how you look, but how you feel. It's very important how you feel. I feel with all ten fingers, let me tell you. Let's listen to this. This is your state of mind. Okay? You need You need Bridal Fitness Coach. And owner trainer Tammy Fox 
she has a quote. There's a quote right here. It says, owner trainer Tammy Fox says, the goal is to train strong, happy, and healthy women. We know you want to look and feel amazing on one of the most important days of your life, but why not go beyond that? This is about making a commitment to your health and well-being for the rest of your life. Okay. Whether your wedding day is next year or next month, Bridal Fitness Coach is there. It makes sure you're looking and feeling. Do you guys all know what you're supposed to look and feel? Fabulous. Fabulous. With Bridal Fitness Coach trainer by your side, you can stop worrying about fitting into that special dress. You'll be provided with a tailor-made fitness program that fits your goals, time frame, and your budget. To make it more convenient, you can be trained at a gym with private access. And then in your home or your office. And I'll tell you who she trains. She trains the brides because it's called Bridal Fitness Coach, obviously. Oh, my goodness. But she also trains the whole bridal parties. And it includes even the grooms. (laughs) So to schedule a free consultation... Room full of grooms. This is right. You will get into it. You won't be a monstrosity, let me tell you. So anyway, you go to bridalfitnesscoach.com or you can call. You remember the phone, don't you? It's 415-317-6827. 415-317-6827. Bridal Fitness Coach, make a commitment. Hey, everybody, this is Cloette. Buy your Amazon things. Oh, yeah. Through the SK Amazon Morton. Thing. I think that's a very simple and easy way to support something good. These are some good people here. I'm going on Amazon. It doesn't cost a thing. You just go through the site and go through Amazon and buy everything you're going to buy, and they get credit for that to keep this wonderful thing going and keep me on here. That was a great commercial. I'm going to put that at the beginning of the show. Oh, okay, great. All right. Okay, so what we're trying to do is talk about San Francisco comedy. Yeah. Comedy being the key word here. Gotcha. Well, Sean wouldn't know anything about okay. that because as you just heard, no one will allow him in San Francisco. I'm going to assume you're going to be a little more open-minded about this. And we can discuss it. We have some time. But Pete, for a long time, and probably still is that way, but Pete is very much, it's about the art because he's a great songwriter. Yeah. But Pete's got this great stuff and he's got some great catchy tunes and really thoughtful lyrics and then just the expletives go in there, and I'm like, the problem with that, Pete, is you're narrowing your audience. If you need to expand the audience, you need to take into account that, like he was saying, it's got to be more nuanced. And, and I totally understand that. Yeah. I just, for me personally, I just enjoy the process. I enjoy doing the stuff. Whether it's good or bad for everybody else, if it's good and I get positive feedback, that's a bonus on top of it. I just enjoy doing the stuff. I know it seems like, no, I'm not, well, that's why you're weak or that's why your stuff sucks. And maybe that's why. But for me, I'm a fan of it. I enjoy it. The bonus is other people liking it. Do you make yourself laugh? All the time. Totally. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm just. Yeah. I'm, yeah I talk about stuff that I think is funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? If If I get a laugh, I get a laugh. If I don't, I don't. But I've just noticed in San Francisco and maybe because the, the you know. Because you don't go there. When I have gone to San Francisco and, and done my stuff. It just kind of, I get a lot of like, oh, that's just bleh. What places have they you played? They see through it and they see through the Maybe they see, they see through it or maybe it's just they're so hung up on a word that got said. Yeah, and, all and, of them. 
what I mean? What kind of but, because? Oh, I'm sorry. I keep no, interrupting no, I just, you. I feel it, like it, I'm mean, Dave. It, now. Seem, it seems like that you know, <laughs> context doesn't matter anymore. It's oh, oh, you you use that word. Okay, mm. you're you're you're. We're putting you over here in the trash pile. Well, well, I'll say this. What as, words would you? Uh, what words? You know what words? No. Okay. Well, if you don't want to say them now. No, no, no. Because he he knows I'm doing this. He's being. I, I thank you for you know taking that into account. But I find that's why the things in San Francisco. Uh, it's like you know, it's, it's kind of one of those things where yeah, let's see. Can't, you know, you have to adapt to everywhere. If you want to do stand-up comedy in in general, you're gonna to perform to all kinds of audience. I I had I could tell one audience member last night. We had a tight butt audience last night at a place Comedy Oakland at Howden, home of the Spice Monkey, and uh, they were they were tough to crack for the entire lineup. I don't know if it started with the host, whatever. It was it was a pretty good lineup, and um, but yeah, they were just tough, and some good comics were were struggling. And then, uh, and I was closing it out, and yeah, I yanked laughs out of him, but I did one particular joke, and it's actually the joke that I said earlier. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's the one about racism. I don't like bringing up racism because I feel like I'm beating dead Rodney King. And that's a joke that's, uh, it's it's one of these ones that was inspired by the exploitation of racism and stand-up comedy with no insight, uh-huh. and, that, and that if you're going to, if you're going to bring up such a, a divisive subject, to have a level of insight to it. And sometimes some comics get a pass for just just making bland uh jokes that have been beaten to death since since the 80s uh with no real observation or no real like observation or or something specifically to, racial yeah, stuff yeah mean? racial yeah. in general but in like right now it's funny cuz what he's talking about what people would label the PC culture has its own hack element to it as well cuz i i could, <laughs> because those those same comics will not go to the Valley, to Modesto and Manteca, where where guys like Sean would do great with low hanging fruit type stuff, but it is harder to pass with with a little more highbrow or a little more wordy or nerdy or whatever. You know, nobody's gonna yeah. nobody gives a crap about what you know the your latest you know the latest Marvel movie. Well, no, not Marvel now that they're pretty much mass produced, but like nobody cares about your comic book collection or yeah. any of your other nerdery stuff. And at North Bay, smart audiences, uh, a lot of older audiences, you get more money up there. Uh, Santa Cruz, they're a little, there's somewhat of the hippie college element, but you can't, you can't, you can sit there and label everything, but the more that you do, you're, you're limiting yourself. All right. But, I, but like, again, like I said, I am new and this is just, he what hasn't I've, spent as much time. You know what I mean? I have encouraged done a lot of, him you know, to. Yeah, he has. I've know, encouraged but him But like you adapt. mentioned the North Bay, I've done well in the North Bay. I've do, One know. show, right? Which show, where'd you play? I did, it was yeah. Cody it was, Smith, it was, yeah, a, it was a brewery yeah. and it was a good, and it's a, oh, yeah. they're kind of a, a bro-ish brewery. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a good show. Yeah. And he had friends come out, so they, you know, <laughs> when you have when you have friends, he's always to the qualifying shows, every time yeah, I do. I, know. When you have I feel like I did a good. I feel like yeah, I did I'm good. Gonna, oh, yeah, well, you to, you know. No, he had a great set at, at Tommy <laughs> T's, and I think the next I'm like I'm like that's that's great, man. You had a good set in in one in of the, the one of the one of the worst wind out of the, the sails. So okay, I was going to ask: yeah. Is Tommy T's considered now? Now, also, mm-hmm. I would like you to tell me when it's just your opinion, or do you think it's the the overall feeling of local comics? If Tommy T's Tommy T's has a history, and I don't really yeah. want to trash the club. Right. It, it takes care of that on its own. Okay, <laughs> but it's uh, the the fact being that I know that there's comics who work who can work at all clubs, but I haven't seen too many that are like because of it being funny as much as they know how to really work the game yeah. of, of local stand up comedy pretty well. Like right now, I'm only passed here in San Francisco, but that's the hardest to get into. You know? Oh, you mean like the punchline? You can't go. 
No, I mean, no, I like a lot of people who work at Punchline also work at Rooster Tea Feathers in right. Sunnyvale, and that's like a, a B club or whatever. They uh-huh. get touring headliners, but not like you know nationally known. They need like some TV or movie credit that you know they were like a character actor and like a few right. A lot of those guys, I would never go see them because yeah. I'm like that's not a he's not a stand up. No, there, there's some good comics who roll through there, but um, San Jose Improv gets really good headliners, but. There are, there are good comics who work at all of these clubs, and and it's just a matter of I I mean I could I could be opinionated about it. I just really I like all of these clubs. They all have their positives. Um, I just I but I do feel that like getting in there, they this, these clubs treat the comics the best out of all. Do you clubs. think it's harder to get into the San Francisco clubs because of the amount of comics that try to get into those clubs? Kinda, kind that, and I think they also they out of all these clubs that I've seen, they are probably the most objective in terms of seeing how consistent you are with an audience. They they really are more watching. They they want to see, you know, they they want a certain type of quality in your in your comedy of being like a perspective, but if you if the audience loves you, if they love you out here, they when you keep going, they'll, so who, they'll pass you. Who do they love now? Who? San, San Francisco. Francisco. Oh, they love Audiences. a lot of alt comics and stuff like that. I mean, as far as, you know, who they I, they like a lot of the the, you know, I mean local, local local comics. Yeah, who do well, the locals we, a lot of them are? moved right now. The, yeah. the, bit, the most popular one uh, out here, and uh, and he's respected throughout the bit was uh, uh, Kasim Bentley. And he's, oh he's, yeah, he's, yeah, Kasim, yeah, yeah. Very funny. Very uh, you know, kind of guy who actually he's not afraid. He he says things so fast. He is like a black Don Rickles. I even like I called him that one time when he was insulting me when I first met him <laughs> at, at Brainwash, and everybody's laughing, and then I'm like, uh, well, I'm not the black Don Rickles, and everybody's like, oh. And it's so and it, it was so funny because I'd say it now whenever I call them the black like people would be laughing I'm like why are you laughing now and that audience acted like like oh my god he called them he called them black you know like that was it was so you talk about the PC thing I'm like yeah I get it but you can there's always a way to work past it well we did something uh, I don't know if Pete told you guys uh, we did a sh- we did five shows up at the Fame on Broadway yeah no I was <clears> yeah, I, I saw. That place stopped doing things yeah, really fast. Yeah, they did. I heard, I heard about oh, it. Oh, did you go that night? I never went to that, okay, any of those someone, shows there. Someone, I guess there was two nights. They were, Danny Detchy was also yes, running a comedy show yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. No, so it, it wasn't supposed, we were supposed to do, you know, They were promoting the, the Bay Area Comedies Network. Yeah, yeah. So we, we tried to format the show more like a talk show. Mm-hmm. We would bring in a guest. And so I would try to do a monologue uh, in the beginning. <laughs> and... Well, I didn't that's, think it was that's, that funny. That's a legitimate him laughing at you. He is laughing at I just, you. I'm oh, I know. I Absolutely. I'm it. Well, that's the thing is, Pete, because the people we did have there, Pete kept trying to cut me on, not because – he says it's not because it wasn't good stuff. He says you were, were, you were going to run them out because my opening line was, I wouldn't say I hate handicapped people. And that <laughs> – that was what I was starting out, and Pete's like, "No, no, don't do this." And I kept going. He's like, "No," till finally he starts chiming in because it wasn't like me coming out and doing a Johnny Carson. I was at my thing and I'm talking and doing my bit, and Pete just kept going over it and over it. And then so finally, I just gave up because I couldn't compete with him, you know, yelling over me. And then that afterward, like he says, "Yeah, no, you 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 could I, you couldn't do it with that crowd. You could not do it with that crowd." And the fact of the matter is, it wasn't even really about. It, that was just a way to get people's to attention. A, and it, it, yeah, and it is, and but it takes a level of confidence. Uh, in your abilities hey. and and uh, in order to deliver off color humor, if feel you, my muscles. Whether it's Pete, there you go. Yeah, you know what I'm I saying, but it. but like confidence, experience, all those kinds of things to be able to play. Because like I I've definitely been a pet the cat backwards. I've been aiming to be like that since I started, 
but it took a while to like. I had to write hacky jokes. Well, that's what I'm saying. Premises don't necessarily make something hacky. Yeah. This is something I was going to ask you earlier yeah. before we started the show because I used to go a lot to the shows to watch. Oh, yeah. yeah, and it got to be if you go enough, and I'm imagining this is what your guys' job is now as an not audience Sean's. member. It's not Sean's yet. <laughs> as an audience member, if you're going to enough comedy. You're gonna start writing the punchlines before they get to them. Sometimes they'll, yeah. they'll come up with setups. Sometimes see it coming. Yeah, 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 yeah and yeah. and so I'm thinking maybe that's the hacky stuff. That if if it's something that everyone thinks of, is that's what it's hacky what they is? call the parallel thinking collective yeah. thought. And it depends on here's a lot of my material that I write now is personally inspired. Uh-huh. So that way, it's like it really eliminates right. uh, so much of the of the ability for anybody to try and steal from me. Yeah, because it's it's pretty much me. But I've also know of a local comic who had a bit that was, uh, and it was, it wasn't done exactly the same at all, and it wasn't stolen, but it was so incredibly parallel thought. Bill Burr has it in his newest special, uh-huh. and a local comic, Irene too, had a had his oh, joke yeah. very similar uh, in regards to the credit that evil. Right, the one where Hitler's have, got a three 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 million yeah, dingers. Kill, kill, uh, but yeah. but Mao has like you know way more yeah. million just in just the credit they get or whatever. Yeah. So Irene too has has a bit about that. It's, you know, we all know in the local Bay Area, Bill Burr's a nationally toured comedian. Yeah, and he just happened to stumble into the same yeah. material. Yeah. And I, from what I understand, Irene too was none too happy about it. But well, it's yeah, like, because you guys get back to the drawing board. Yeah, right? be proud that you wrote something that yes, somebody of that caliber had the same also thing. writes. Yeah, yeah. And and so, but but it's it's one of those things where it's like that's a, that should be you should. But that take didn't that make a, it hacky though. No, it's no. it's not so much about that. But that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Is that if you're able to think of stuff, you can make people laugh. Sean, I've told Sean flat out, he's a funny dude. All right, I, I make fun of him, I all that stuff, just because... It's not he, happening now, but... No, Sean, are you only laughing on the outside? <laughs> right. Oh, he better be crying on the inside. He needs to cry on the inside more, because his friends compliment him way too much. <laughs> Best comic of the night! You're ready to go, bro! Like, no, man. No, it's, he's got a lot more pain to go through. Um, <laughs> wow. No, but I'm, so I'm saying, because if you can't do it San Francisco, are you kidding me? No, man, he could easily do it. It's just, you, just, you know, it's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like no hit the mics he, out he's, there he's, he's got a point i hit i got a little bit there. of pushback and i was like yeah. you know what you could do Il, you've done il parada you did a show we did il now parada. is that the you spanish re- way to pronounce it what yeah it is okay. no we did a show at il parada that's il, called a callback il parada yeah, is actually <laughs> a little nook actually when we performed on that irene too and dom jellin i think right. we're on that show that's and right. they bombed right. and he had a better set <laughs> Thank you, Dave. That's good. See, he's got compliments. Yeah, that's good. Legit. Legit. Yeah, just now. So, if I were to say the problem with Irene too is that the sequels are never as good as the originals. Oh, shut up! That that would be very hacky, and she would be upset, (laughs) and you would you would be cast aside from the San Francisco comedy. Really, just because she is an icon of Bay Area comedy right now. I I, I think we're Facebook friends. Like she's she's on Bart Walls too, right next to Suicide's Not the Route. Like she's. Been in KQED posters, that, one of the women to watch. Look who's Luna, bringing Bart back. I know, yeah. yeah. Luna, saying, Luna Malbrooks? I know Luna very well. Yeah, she's, she's she was on some Bart posters. She's a dear friend of mine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and she's very funny. She also has a really good... Uh, she's she's not just a comic. Uh, she's actually like a, a, a very Renaissance woman. She's, yeah. She uh, has a play called How to Be a White Man that yeah, I think is going on right, right now over yeah. at Piano Which fight. I find very offensive. Oh, yeah, you yeah, should. Yeah. Uh, and it was designed to be as such. Um, cause it, but no, she's a very funny, very thought-provoking, and very... Uh, I, I love her to pieces. Wrong, Whenever so. someone says, I love them to pieces or love them to death, yeah. they're about to throw someone under a bus. No, I, I'm not going to throw her under the bus at all. Okay. She, she fed me with gumbo, so I'm like... 
No. That's high regard. That's high regard. That's high regard. High praise indeed. High praise. It was delicious, too. Are you done now? Can we can we talk to Sean a little? I I really sure. don't want to. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, but but you haven't been doing much in San Francisco. I just uh, a lot of times the mics in San Francisco happen before I can get out there. Yeah. Oh, okay, and gotcha. So, so I miss a lot of opportunities well, are, just schedule some, wise. You know, isn't there some late stuff like the what? What time do want the Hobart building? Yeah. Well, no, don't that's a, that's a show. That's not a oh, mic. Oh, okay. Um, I'm, I'll get him on there eventually. I'm not uh, good enough to be on the show. Not say yet. he's not good enough. I just I'll, I'll get him on there. I've had worse comics on there before. I just want you to do well there. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I know I don't I don't like seeing I don't like seeing my friends fail. And Sean is definitely my friend. Before I fell, he's definitely he failing. Um, but no, he uh, he uh, it has been failed. But no, there's there's mics that I think would that are. Uh, but he well, has let's work. talk about that. What are late the good night, open mics? Uh, well, I don't really go to them that much. But uh, the late night one at Milk Bar on a Sunday is one. Yeah, you and could I've done hit. that a few times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then there's uh, a late night mic on Wednesdays at Bricks in Oakland that I really enjoy, and you actually get like at least one tip dollar uh, that the host Frosty Nuggets throws in there because he encourages the audience to tip. The whole dollar you and, get to keep it. Yeah. Whole dollar. Unless you so, pay for parking. Oh, hey, I've made I've made thirty bucks there before. Um, Ooh, thank you, right. thank you, yeah. thank you, guys. Well, At an open mic, come on, drives, drives a Lexus. There you go, man. No, he no, doesn't. no, he he drives me. <laughs> um, but uh, as far as good open mics, every night at the Brainwash is great. That's a great place to go and and is there an open mic your, every night? Every night now, yeah. Uh, yeah. unless there's a show. Even when there's a showcase, they usually have yeah. something there. Yeah. Mutiny Radio. They have a series. Oh, they have yeah. a, a lot of stuff. Pam Benjamin. Pam Benjamin. Um, she that's I, that's a great place because they this is a lot more of a community sense of comics helping other comics. She even has uh, a show on Mondays, which is the joke workshop, where it's actually comics yeah. helping each other work their jokes. I would highly recommend if you could make it on a Monday. That's what time does that go? go? It go uh, that starts usually at six to and eight. There's, there's an it's an early one. It's an early one. No, it's, the audience is comics. It's usually. all comics. So it's, you couldn't go if but you it's, a, it's a workshop. No, you can go. It's open to the public. You, yeah, you totally want an audience, but a lot of times it's just us. What that does, and sometimes that's the thing a lot of these open that's a mics tougher audience too it, it a lot of these open yeah, mics if it is it, that's the point that's it's kind of the yeah. point and and that's part of the process you need to go in front of comics you don't feel in, comfortable in front of because I, when i went to la you got three minutes at this midnight flappers open mic right you got and you're gonna it's a lottery so you might be waiting at least a half hour or whatever unless you're lucky and they get on stage and like hmm what do i want to talk about i'm like i don't know you only had an hour to think about it <laughs> <laughs> to think about what you're going to say for three minutes. You mean guys are going to do? I guess it's open mic. It's so can, stupid. It could be friends you, going. And hey, it's get midnight. up there and do Like, that. what you really want to waste our time with? What am I going to talk about? What the you you thought about? It. So I went up there. Already knew what I would what I wanted. To say. I didn't even do real. I think I did one joke, but I, the rest of it was all riffs. I thought on the ride down there, just thoughts, and they worked. So I had now I had stuff that I could do that was work that worked at this audience. Not all the time does stuff work for that works for a comic audience or work whatever. Right. But it was really perform. It was just performable because I had the I was I was amped. I was energy energized. You got the hair. Yeah. Well, not the hair. It's just the fact. Oh that no, I'm, it's the hair. I'm performing in front of people that have never seen me. They these some of these people have seen each well, other. Well, they've never enough. seen the hair either. Yeah. Whatever. A lot so, of times when you go to a new place and they've never seen you, they it's get, a new it's it, a whole new audience. Yeah. It's yeah. a new audience. Perform and, to and, them like, and, yeah. and and the audience is sometimes intrigued because they've never seen you before. yeah and so treat the comics like an audience and now how does the hair fit in oh you, you keep bringing the hair up man it's not going to get any better what i'm saying is is uh so then after I'm that entertaining me i, I, I got right. it i believe matters. me i know i know uh was it so uh See how it doesn't work, nothing Sean. else matters <laughs> yeah whatever the the 
But uh, can I ask some other questions? Yeah, of course. You know, can you just like you know put a lid on it for a second? Let me no. Oh, questions. ask him. You want to? No, no. Well, actually, I'll ask both of you. But I'll ask both, but then you'll answer, so it'll it. work yeah, out. That's, that's how that's, that's how it's going. <laughs> now I'm playing Sean to Sean because he laughs at my stuff more than you do. That's hacky. Uh, <laughs> which 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 that's the thing. I from the time I was a teenager, I would hear comics say. If your friends tell you you should be a comedian, do not become a comedian. That's good advice. All right. So, you're a comedian. <coughs> did your friends ever tell you you should be a comedian? No. <laughs> so, why did you – give me your a background. Few people, How did you get into when, the when I the When I did perform, uh, I used to – I hosted some open mics that were music open mics. Uh-huh. And after I got off stage, there were people that thought I was a, a comedian because – I was able to make people laugh in between the right. musicians when they were transitioning. Well, maybe they were Sean's bands. No. Okay. <laughs> well, I thought they would just um, laugh at anything. But you don't just, you know, walk. They didn't say, hey, you, will you see these things? I've grown up loving stand-up comedy. Oh, okay. and I did not have a desire to do it at all because I played in bands. Okay, I, I that's played, where your background was. Yeah, I played in music for 20-plus years, but I transitioned into comedy the way Happy Gilmore found out he was a golfer. Like, it was by a quirk of fate kind of thing. I started a band that had a level of stand-up comedy to it and it would work to music audiences and i thought maybe i should do stand-up comedy to help promote the band and it kind of ended up backfiring where the band ended up breaking up and i'm left with just stand-up comedy but i was seeing myself kind of i could do this and maybe i should be doing this and because it seems like my skill set's better suited for it than yeah. it was in music what, what do you play I play guitar bass and drums guitar and bass oh he's the whole thing Ooh. yeah he's multi-talented uh, see i got a harmonic over here impress nope. me and so, is that how you guys met originally? You guys, Hell no. no, we met from, Hell we met, we met no. from comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Holding true to the my band suck, and he doesn't want nothing to do with them. Um, They've but, been more successful, but, I, uh, but they're uh, horrible. <laughs> Going back to that Kevin Hart thing, I yeah. uh, um, I st- uh, he hosted an open mic that I was at Woodham's and, Woodham's and, Lounge, and Woodham's in in. in uh, which was the first open mic I started going Shout to. Shout out to Pete Munoz. So I have a weird loyalty to that mic, so I that would make sense. Loyalty is. Yeah. It, it's it, it's a hindrance probably yeah, at this point, but uh, um, yeah, but, but he, sleep he, better. he was he was guest hosting it, and uh, we got to talking. Found out that we had a lot of the same friends, and you know he kind of dug what I was doing, and invited me to a show that he was hosting in Fremont, and uh, did I, really well. I did really good there, and uh, brought some people, and, and it was a way last minute mm-hmm. kind of show yeah. for for me, you know, and it was like my first show as opposed to doing mics, right? And uh, I could just tell Sean cared. There's, yeah, there's I, people. There's people that are trying to do this. They're trying to get somewhere or not. Yeah. He he's played in bands, so he knows how to how to perform. He knows whatever. I liked his vibe, and when we just briefly met, and then I just reached out, and he did great. All right. Have we gotten anywhere with this? I think so. San Francisco comedy. Well, I was in Fremont. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We we keep bouncing outside came, yeah, the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the only guy who performs in San Francisco. I'm not like even necessarily a San Francisco comic. Yeah. So. So you said there was some mid. Can we just go down and where are shows where it isn't necessarily right after work or the or the, the, the shows that go late into the night where you can come in later? Sean mostly knows where open mics are at. Um, in the city? The shows. Remember, this is a San Francisco show. <laughs> that was another show. dig. That was another dig. Ha, ha. Um, no, there's actually great. There's, uh, I mean, I'm like going to be plugging other shows. I don't really, I'm not on all, all the right, time. You don't but, have to do that if you don't well, want no, to. No, I have no problem with it. Um, no, because I love our Bay Area comedy scene. The, even the shows that I don't get, that I haven't been booked on or whatever. We have an amazing scene out here, and you have shows all over the place every single day of the week. You can see some great talent for free where they may not even ask for tips. Um, if you look up uh, websites like SF Fun Cheap 
Eventbrite, Gold Star. That's one that we have um, for bestofsfstandup.com. That's the show that I host on Fridays. Um, Where is that? That's at the Hobart Building. Variety, oh, the one of the Hobart. No, Variety Preview tonight. Theater. That's tonight. That's tonight. What time does that start? 8 p.m. Uh, it starts promptly at 8 p.m. It's over at 9.15 p.m. So it's like it, we doors open at 7.30. We show starts right on time because we got to breeze through uh, like six, seven comics in 75 minutes and then be out of there. Um, Milk Bar is one of the places like a lot of nights of the week. They have great shows there. Uh, if you look up hashtag hella funny at Stroy Moyd's brand, uh, they have shows most nights of the week at great places like Bar Fluxus on Saturdays, uh, Milk Bar on Thursdays, and uh, and like Neck of the Woods on Sundays. Those are like the three like, heavy Clement. hitter shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Clement. Mm-hmm. Um, also, they're on the weekend. These are all independent shows. These are not. These are outside of the clubs too. These are run by comics. Right. Uh, over. Uh, at Shelton Theater, uh, now Thursday through Sunday, they have uh, Cheaper Than Therapy, which is a show actually run with no microphone, and it's one of the more popular shows in it, San Francisco. Which room is that at the Shelton? Is Shel- that like the one with 16 seats? It's It's been the bigger theater. Oh, whatever. Yeah, because yeah, they can pack the, they've been packing the place, uh, sold Who's out shows. Who's running that? Someone That's recently, run by... Oh, that was Chad was doing that, right? He was doing it, but he's not. Run, he doesn't run it. Oh. It's run by three comics, Eloisa Bravo, uh, Scott Simpson, and John Allen, and then now some other comics have been helping book the sunday show and maybe the thursday but um but it's the the core people are those three uh i mean i run i run my rooms that are more like workout showcases some of these rooms are more like they they charge tickets they're run more for profit like for profit i run shows that definitely we want to we want tip money but they're really more rooms for creative growth so how is if I can ask, yeah. but the, like the Hobart building, I was going to jump in actually yeah, with go. some history about the Hobart building. Oh, nice. Because I'll do that on the show sometimes. Uh, you know, the guy who founded Martinez mm-hmm. was Hobart's partner, oh, okay. where they, they went in on a gold mine during the Silver Rush. I know. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Yes, yeah, Well, you were, were your tour guide, so yeah, of course, a, man, yeah. this is like we're on We tour. go over that. Okay, and you know why there's no uh, windows on the left side of the building there is because there used to be a building next to it. I, mean, I show the pictures. It's very interesting. You'll enjoy yourself. You should do it. Take it sometime. Amazing. I'm going to yeah. point that out to my producer tonight. <laughs> hey, you know, there's no no windows on this side of the yeah. building here. But so uh, the Hobart just opens it up and you guys have the room for free or how does no, it get paid no, for? No, no, no. Actually, I don't even know all the ins and outs. It's a it's run by the Variety Children's Charity um, uh-huh. and it's rented by my producer who hires me to book and host it. So, but if there's no admission charge, how does that? Is it there is an admission charge? Oh, there is an admission, admission charge. charge. The admission. Oh, charge, yeah, I'm busy tonight. The admission I'm sorry. charge. Go, well, no, I get people that know me can get in. <laughs> can get in for free. I can get you in for free. Oh, but then we, I would feel bad. Not at all. No, it's it's because the the money for the ticket goes to keeping the show going. It's the sales at the at the um the concession stand. Oh, that's right. That's charity. where the money's coming. Okay, that's where yeah. the charity money comes in because we we only get have like I mean we have a certain average of an audience or whatever, and we have to rent the room. So the ticket money tends to go to keep the show going right i get paid a little bit of money to for the work that i put into it and then the producer guy is the one who does it profit it is not a profit gig believe me i barely am lucky i can pay my bills well have a plum yeah i have i believe i want to take these chips if i can too all right you gotta ask my wife's permission she bought them for you please please (laughs) starving artist okay so no what i did want to ask though is okay so you guys are you're writing your stuff for stand-up do you do other kind of i mean would you be ever be interested in like a writing gig or stuff that other that, that comedians do for uh other other work i've I'll take any work anybody's willing to give me, but most of the most of my act doesn't uh, attract the. I don't write get like one liner jokes. 
Do you have any experience with writing script kind of yeah, stuff? Yeah, I've written scripts and other, I've made short films. I've done a lot of different stuff, but I'm also older, and I think How old a lot. Are you? I'm forty. Oh, so, well, you're not that young either. That, I was thinking no, you were. No, but a lot of people here. assume, but no, but I always think he's old or older too. I know he yeah, seems he older than he is. Looks, yeah, looks like crap. <laughs> Um, I meant his maturity. But uh, I did work on some stuff that never got finished. But um, I got to really feel like it's an inspired idea. I can't. Ju- I don't just like keep throwing everything at the wall to see gotcha. what sticks. So uh, like I make this show that's on YouTube. I'll plug this. Uh, In the meantime with me and Dave. So, and they were like these video suicide letters, as my friend called it, where I would bring on a guest and just in single shot with the camera from my laptop, uh, just film it one long take. And it wasn't like no editing, no nothing. Right. How, however, it turns out, it turns out. And I liked them. But, uh, but I knew good. it's good because it's just a conversation. I knew I knew it wasn't going to translate to anything like pe- many people would watch, but it's gotten like a few hundred views on on, you know, depending on which one. Nothing, nothing huge. Just my friends and local. Right. Whatever. And then I made then we did a, a mock late night talk show version of it. Those are the ones I'm really proud of because they involved editing some bits. We wrote for it. We wrote had for some, it yeah. and, and it was cool. I liked it. It's still, you know, there's things we didn't like about it, too. But we for the most part, we're proud of it. We go back and we watch it. We entertained our like we laughed at it. And so that's kind of like how I like to do like it's not like I want this stuff to be obscure and not ever seen. No, I want it to be seen, but I put it out there and it's and I do promote it to some extent. I'm actually I'm in a movie uh, called Live or Die of Mahonda and it's getting screened in Mahonda and I'm not trashing the movie. I think it's a great effort from the director. I know that he if he had a budget He loves it to pieces. No, I love my scenes in it. No, I love the fact that I what really when I watched it, I'm like, you really should have wrote a comedy. Why did oh, you it's make... not a comedy. No, it's no, this. It's, it's oh. a. It's dark. this. It's a. Well, no, it's trying to be dark. It's. It's. It's a little bit. It's not bad. It's just. It's. It feels a little bit more like a like a play within a that's filmed uh-huh. because there's elements to the characters that you could. He didn't have a budget to like go and continue to. Do it. And it's not bad for what it, it's a low budget do it yourself movie that he actually raised money and got a couple SAG actors and whatever else. And there's some good things about it definitely. And yeah, it'll be a fun time. It's it's a good experience for the town of La Honda and for this guy Jeff Hammer who made it. But um, but yeah, and my good rate, good rate. That was an experience where I was like, yes, I will do this because you're paying me to do this. I told because I wasn't going to do it for free. I'll do things creatively for free. It's not that I didn't agree with this movie. I was just like, I'm looking to do my best work in in your movie, and I did. So yeah, so I I hope in that regard it it's it works for him. Great. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm not really promoting it too well either. But uh, (laughs) no one's going to hear this. Who's going to go see the movie? Whatever. Wow, that hurts, man. That hurts. (laughs) There it is. Wow. So, hey, Dave, we heard about your uh, yeah. what you said. Well, d- let me ask you this, Sean. Yes. Have we left anything out? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Do you but... have some insights? Um, you got about three seconds before Dave jumps in. Right, so right, what, right. What, what do you got to say? Here? I just I, I like the natural occurring thing. You were asking about do we do other stuff. I mean, I, I still play in bands, and I that's something I've been doing since I was a kid. I'm never going to not do that. The comedy thing for me is just another – I kind of look at it like music is a way for me to express myself that I can't put into words. Comedy, I can kind of put into words. You know what I mean? Obviously, because it is words. Yeah, it might be necessary. You know what I mean? It kind of, yeah, yeah. kind of <laughs> go up there, you know, as a mime or something. But, uh, but no, and 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 uh, it's just fun for me at this point. It's just fun. Are you married? I am not. I'm single. Oh, well, that well I, I, I have a I have a you girlfriend have the, that lives. Your in little Japan. Japanese girlfriend. My little Japanese yes. girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, but. Okay, that makes it better where you can explore and yeah, and kind of yeah. I have nobody at home telling me I can't yeah. do these things. Yeah, yeah exactly. 
and and things have come from it. I got uh, I I did a commercial last weekend. I got to be oh, in really? a commercial, and I got to really stretch in this commercial. I got to play a creep. Ah, the guy literally hired me because he thought he said I looked uh, NBC creepy, but not HBO creepy. Oh, well, that's that fine line you yeah, always yeah. want to walk. Yeah, sounds that's like yeah. a line of crap. That's what it sounds like. Well, that's like what he's saying. That's a, I can only go with what the guy told me. Here. I got to say, Dave, I don't think I can hang out with you a long time. What? Yo, you got to <laughs> think we, we're talking on the podcast. This is not reality. <laughs> this isn't real? I, real. Actually, that's true. None of this is plugged in. Yeah. <laughs> we're just talking. Yeah. I just, it's my way of. Yeah. Notice, notice Pete left before the gas came on. Oh, mm. what? Yeah. Uh, well, so you guys would, a couple of things, would you be willing to come back and talk some more, maybe? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Anytime. All right. Would you be able to talk less? Is that possible? No. No? Okay. We've had plenty of car- <laughs> what do you do? What do you do on a podcast if you don't talk? We've, I've had plenty of car rides with him where I didn't say a word and he just <laughs> oh, shut talked the up. whole time. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to cuss if you don't shut up. Just- he asks questions. I'll ask That's a why. question. Yeah, yeah. I do I'm ask. Sorry. Or then I ask, I ask a question like and I that. get an answer that I forgot what the then question don't was. Ask questions. I would imagine the question is, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, oh, oh. Really? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, was I mocking too much? Okay, well, yeah. I want to thank you guys for coming, though. Thank and, you. Um, thank and you for the having snacks, us. man. Yeah, no, the snacks. Sh- absolutely. Made the snacks really made it. Yeah, made it those are just the last three weeks. But no, that's good. Thanks. Go I don't ahead know how those. I could talk so yeah. much without the snacks. Yes. Um, okay, so the one thing is, though, if you could sum, because it sounds like you got a lot of shows you could be promoting. Oh, which um, ones are the big ones? Yeah, which are the ones that, and also know that it's, this show isn't going to be out for a couple of weeks. That's fine. I'm way behind. Most on of my them. shows are weekly. So, okay, so they're every week. All right. What um, do you got? Well. Uh, every Thursday, I've said it before, i say it again, every Thursday in Livermore, there is Sanctuary Ultra Lounge, uh, 7.30 to 9 o'clock. It is a free showcase. We do solicit for tips. Uh, every Friday, that is bestofsfstandup.com. That is the stand-up comedy show at the Variety Preview Theater in the Hobart Building. Uh, that's every Friday from 8 p.m. to uh, 9.15 p.m., and it starts on time and ends on time, so get there at 7.30 when the doors open. Uh, tickets are available at bestofsfstandup.com. I will be also at Cobb's. Oh, I will cool. be hosting at Cobb's September 1st through the 3rd uh, for uh, headliner Brett Morin. Uh, and that there'll be there's two shows on Friday, two shows on Saturday, and one show on Sunday. There are other shows, but a lot of them are like kind of here, there, all that kind of stuff. So all right. look me up. You can just add me on Facebook, there Mean Dave. Mean, mean Dave. Dave. And you got there. something, too? I got nothing. You no, don't have I a... Got- <laughs> I got a. Uh, uh, I got nothing. October eleventh, uh, one of the bands I play drums in called Zed is playing the bottom of the hill, I believe. And they're not oh, really? the bad. Are they still in business? They're not the worst band that I was talking about. Oh well, that's so. good. Not the worst no. band. Let me no. make a note. Not the worst uh, band. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, now is it Bowls? Boils. Boils. Yeah. I have the wrong name. Boils. And yeah, he doesn't drive for Bart. Yeah, yeah. yeah we threw that all. Yeah. I think the whole thing's with right. The thing is, though, look how thick. I didn't give you guys everything. I had like that's you had some stuff to do. I yeah, had, you had a lot of stuff. Didn't even get to the butterflies. Yeah, uh, we. Yeah, maybe when you leave, <laughs> I'll do. Yeah. I'll do an all butterfly show. Just me talking solo, butterflies. Solo butterflies. Butterfly. Get naked in here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you do what you got to do. <laughs> here we go. I left my San Francisco. All right. All right. So we want to thank the throng as we always do, and especially our guests, Mean Dave and Sean 
Boils. Boils. I, I went over my word, my letters there, and I was like, Biles? What? Maybe not. Me and Dave and Sean Boils want to thank you guys for coming in. Uh, remember, everybody, we've gone be past the Tell Two Friends and Poison Two Enemies campaign. Now we're just begging for you to tell everyone about us. Uh, give us the, all the stars and the circles and all the places. The Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram, and most importantly, skmorton.com. We got the podcast there, SK Morton Podcast Gmail. Don't forget the Amazon button at skmorton.com. Also, Vital Fitness Coach. Remember that we forgot to do commercials. And Patreon. Pete will probably be back next week. He's got a show uh, with um, Final Replay uh, at the Britannia in Almaden on Saturday, August 19th. And he'll be at Cats September 23rd. Mean Dave has got the shows he talked about at the Hobart Building and uh, uh, Sanctuary Ultra Lounge. And Sean Boyles. Uh, October 11th, playing with Zed at Bottom of the Hill. You should all be ashamed of yourselves. San Francisco Your golden sun Will shine for me Thank you. If you don't mind, I'd like to do it again. What we have here is failure to communicate. Yeah, I'm working. It looks like a snake that swallowed a marble. Well, can I please talk about the California pipevine swallowtail butterfly? What's going on with the chrysalis? I'd like to see that Venn diagram. Ho! No, I, no, I said smell your earbuds. That's pretty. That's pretty good. Did you try to grow a lemmy mole? Sean, can you throw me a plum? If you know me, I don't like places. I don't like things. I don't like people. And this is none of them. It's Newark. I'd rather be Bubbles than Queensryche. A fine line between comic and Amber Alert. You're enthralled and you're eating paella. No one cares what you're going to do. Oh, let the truth wash over you. Ooh. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love the medium, but I hate the status quo.